0: All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps, again, that's plural, thespeakerlab.com slash steps. We're going to send you that PDF guide right to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go there. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You're awesome. What is up, boys and girls? Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. My name is Graham Baldwin. Good to have you here with us today. We're off to a good start here. I'm uh, I'm having a good time. we got this new show going, and I'm digging it. A lot of you listening. That's a good thing. We like that. Whether you're a brand new speaker, you're just getting started, maybe you're a veteran speaker, you've been doing this for a while, maybe you're trying to figure out how to get paid, how to find more speaking engagements, how to charge more, how to build your business beyond speaking, wherever it is that you are at in your speaking career You've come to the right place, my friend. I'm really glad that you're here and uh, excited to help you out however we can to help you be successful as a speaker, whether that means speaking five times a year for free, whether it means speaking 100 times a year and getting paid Whatever you're trying to do with your speaking business, however, speaking fits into your current business and what it is that you're up to, we want to be a part of that. And we're, uh, we're honored that you're hanging out with us today. So, uh, we do, if you're brand new to the show, we do a variety of different things. Sometimes I'm going to do some teaching, some training for you. Sometimes we're going to do some interviews with other speakers, people within the speaking industry. So you're not going to want to miss out on those. And then today, one of my favorite things, we're going to be doing a lot of listener QA. So, we're going to be answering questions straight from you. The listener. So, first of all, right out the gate, let me remind you of this: if you do have other questions about speaking, any questions at all, don't hesitate to reach out. And let us know. You can uh, you can send those questions in to us one of two ways. One, you can go to we can go you can do this on both of them. Uh, go to thespeakerlab.com, Click on the Ask Grant tab at the top, and then uh, you can do two things. One, you can preferably this is what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to leave us a voicemail. All right, I want to hear your silky, soothing sounding voice. All right, With your speaker you want to hear yourself talk, right? So uh, don't be ashamed. Don't be shy. Leave us a voicemail, a quick short voicemail there. I'll give you some instructions on that page of what you need to do, but leave us a voicemail with your question. We'll try to incorporate that into an upcoming episode. The other option for you is that if you're, uh, if you're quiet, you're shy, you don't like to hear yourself talk, that, I get it, whatever, but you can write down your question there and just submit it via text, and uh, we can try to get that on an upcoming episode of the show as well. So let's get into today's question, my friend. We've got a question from Dan Taylor. So Dan, take it away. What are we going to be talking about today? Hi, my name's Dan Taylor and I provide double-digit sales growth for my clients using my marketing skills. My question for Grant on Booked and Paid to Speak is, how do we use the internet and digital technology, social media, social media advertising, Google Ads, etc., to find leads to get speaking gigs? That's what I'd like to know, and that would be really helpful. You can follow my blog at dantaylor.global. All right, great question from Dan. Dan, thanks for the question, man. Appreciate it. The summary there basically, how do we use the internet, social media, advertising online to find leads for speaking gigs? That's a great question there. Well, here's what I've found as a speaker. I've been speaking full time for about eight years or so. I've done over 450 paid speaking engagements, spoke to close to half a million people. So we've learned a few things along the way here. One of the things that I've found is that social media, blogs, podcasts, that kind of stuff, online content, Content. It's really, really good for brand building, for brand awareness, but it may not be the most effective way to actually get speaking engagements. The reason being is social media, that kind of stuff, it's very, very reactive. Okay, It's, it's me kind of putting up a smoke signal, hoping the right person sees it, hoping the right person stumbles across it. And especially, Dan, in the context of social media, The shelf life for social media is very, very, very short. It's very, very, very small. And so the chances of someone, you know, if you tweet something like, hey, I'm a speaker, book me to speak, and the chances of the right person seeing that at the right time when they're looking for a speaker and making a buying decision based off of that tweet is very very unlikely and so it's almost the equivalent of this okay, i want you to think of social media kind of like putting up a billboard next to the highway all right that billboard may produce zero results for you and be a complete waste of time and a lot of it though is dependent on being on the right highway in the right location at the right time. So if that's the case, if you got those things aligned, then that billboard can really become a a goldmine. It can work really, really well for you. And so social media is very much the same way. It's like you putting up that billboard, letting people know who you are, what it is that you do, but if nobody's on that highway, nobody's passing by, or if it's the wrong location or the wrong time of year or whatever it may be... Then really you're you're, you're kind of wasting your time there. It's not really it's not really hitting the type of people or connecting with the type of people that you wanted to to connect with. So a couple things. Let's back out here. Let's go to a macro level and talk about some ways that you can use social media as a as a speaker to promote what it is that you do. So again, social media, blogs, podcasts, all of that stuff is really really pointless if you're not really clear on who it is that you want to book you, all right? So one of the things that we teach is be really clear on your answers to three foundational questions. First of all, why is it that you want to speak? What is it that you want to gain from speaking? How does speaking fit into your business? Second question is who is it that you want to speak to? Who is it? If you were put in front of your, your perfect audience, who would that audience be? Would it be dentists? Would it be accountants? Would it be car mechanics? Would it be moms? Would it be teenagers? What would that perfect audience be for you? The third question then is what is it that you want to speak to that audience about okay so again why who and what getting really clear on that that the we'll throw in a bonus fourth here okay the next piece is figuring out the decision makers, some of the gatekeepers for the types of events or gatherings or conferences where those people meet up. So this is why you want to get really, really clear on these answers. So let's take, for example, let's say you want to speak to insurance agents, okay? That's a pretty common market. It's a common niche. So let's say you want to speak to insurance agents. Then you want to be creating the type of social media and blogs and podcasts that is valuable for that audience. But if you just say, well, I just like to do social media, talk about my kitten whiskers and to talk about my road trips with my 19 cats and to uh, show some pictures of my uh, new butterfly collection. Okay. That's cute. That's great. But that's not the type of thing that's going to attract insurance agents to you. And connect them to you in terms of them seeing you as a speaker or someone that they may consider hiring. So you want to, first of all, again, get really, really clear on who it is that you want to book you. Then from there, then you can start to kind of figure out what kind of social media, blogs, podcasts, those types of things would be relevant to those decision makers. So if you want to use your social to help find speaking engagements, again, you want to create content that your decision makers are interested in. In, okay. So let's say again, let's go back to the example of you want to get booked to speak in the insurance industry, then what is the type of, of subject matter or topics that those decision makers would be interested in? So what I, one of the things I would do, and again, this is kind of assuming that you're coming from maybe an insurance background or maybe you've got some experience in this or you've got some idea of what some of those subjects or topics might be, but one of the things I might do is I might go on just, just go on to Google and try to find who are some other speakers who are speaking to insurance agents and what are some of their biggest challenges? One of the other things you could do to take it a step further is you could actually reach out to your own insurance agent or other insurance agents in your area and ask them some of the different conferences that maybe they attend Uh, and then also ask them, hey, what are some of your struggles right now? What are some of the things that you're having a difficult time with? What are some of the challenges in your insurance business right now? Because everything that they give you there, those are not only like presentation topics, keynote, workshop type of topics, but they're also really, really good for blog topics. for podcasts, for social media posts, things that you can provide to help that audience. Now, having said all this, also keep in mind here that the audience may be different than the decision maker. The audience may be different than the decision maker. Let me explain this, okay? Okay. Whenever I got started as a speaker, I spoke a lot to high school and, and college audiences. And so my audience was different than my decision maker, meaning that my audience oftentimes was a group of high school students. It may be a group of 16 and 17-year-old high school students, but the 16 and 17-year-old students weren't the people that were actually booking me. The decision maker was the principal or a conference planner. And so what they were looking for would be different than what the audience was. So let's say that I was, I was creating social media and blog posts, and content for the my audience, those students, those high school students, that's great for that audience. But again, that's not necessarily the stuff that a decision maker is going to be looking at. So you want to make sure that what it is that you're creating aligns with the people that are considering booking you. Okay, let me give you another example here. Uh, I used to host a, before this, I used to host a podcast, some of you may have heard, called How Did You Get Into That? You can go back and listen to the archives. You can find it actually over at grantbaldwin.com. But this is a show that we did, uh, I think 142 episodes, where we interviewed people doing unique, interesting, fascinating types of work just to hear their story, their journey, how they got into what it is that they were doing. And so while we were doing that, a lot of people that were listening to the show were people that were trying to figure out what it was that they wanted to do in terms of a career. They were people that, I don't hate my job, I don't love my job, I'm not sure what I would rather be doing. And so we were making the show for them. Now keep in mind though, that those are people that are are trying to find what it is that they want to do, they're not necessarily people that are looking to hire a speaker. So, as a result of that podcast, I would say I'm I don't know, I may have anecdotally got, you know, a booking or so. But the podcast, the point of that podcast was never to provide a tool or a resource or a brand awareness um, strategy to get speaking engagements because the people listening to that podcast were different than the people that would, can, that would possibly book me. Okay, Let me give you another example. I've got a a buddy who teaches a lot about mobile marketing, All right? So, you know, basically like using your cell phone, mobile devices, iPads, those type of tools, and how you can use those for marketing. And so he had a blog for a little while, had a podcast where he would teach about mobile marketing, how businesses and companies could use it. So he would teach that. He'd have different guests on about that. And so he would actually get several speaking engagements from that podcast and from his blog because people began to see him as an expert in that subject or topic. But again, keep in mind here that the people listening to his podcast, the people that were reading his blog, were people that were interested in that subject who may be looking for speakers for to come, hey, can you come teach my company or my team, or I'm a part of this association that I think this would be a good fit for. And so it was really, really good brand building and brand awareness for people that had the ability and may be interested in booking him. So always, always, always keep that in mind is the social media that I'm putting out there on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, Instagram, any of those places, are the people that may be interested in booking me, are they there? Are they following me. And again, this also brings up the point that uh, figuring out where that audience may be, meaning you may do a a podcast for insurance agents, but if you start asking around and you find out insurance agents don't really listen to podcasts, but they're really heavily on LinkedIn, then you're in the wrong place. Again, let's go back to the analogy of the billboard. Okay, It would be like setting up this beautiful billboard on this, this highway or this interstate that gets a ton of traffic, but it's not the kind of traffic that you're looking. For the not the kind of traffic you need because it's in the wrong side of town or something like that. I don't know. So. Make sure that you know not only where your audience is going to be, but make sure that you are there so that you can connect with them. So for you, that may mean that you don't do much with, let's say, Pinterest, but you do a lot on YouTube, or you don't do much with Instagram, but you do a lot with Twitter. So being really, really clear and figuring out where is it that your audience, where those potential decision makers gather. Another little tip here is make sure in your profile bios that you communicate that you are a speaker people won't book you if they don't know you speak. And this seems very, very simple. But again, make sure that you communicate on on your social media profiles that you're a speaker or if people are interested in more information, what they should do, what some of those next steps should be. Make sure to connect the dots for them so that they know you are a speaker. Now, Dan, one of the things that you, you kind of touched on, we'll touch on briefly here. We'll probably come back to this and talk about this more in depth at some other point. But Let's talk about paid advertising, okay? This is something you kind of alluded To here. But paid advertising is one way to attract some people who may be looking for speakers. And you can have some success with this. And so here's uh, it's commonly known as PPC or pay per click. And so I have found that one of the best ways to do this is through Google AdWords. And so Google AdWords is basically whenever you do some type of search, you're going to see the kind of the main column of some of those different search results. And at the top of those search results, you're usually going to see a couple of maybe highlighted ones or ones that are in in boxes that just kind of are set apart. You're also gonna see some smaller little boxes along the right side there. And so those are going to basically be those Google AdWords. Those are people that have paid for that spot. And basically how this works is once you get really really clear on what some of those like who it is that you want to speak to what some of those keywords would be then you may want to advertise for those keywords so again let's go back to the insurance example you could create some ads on google for insurance agent speaker or insurance speaker or motivational speaker for insurance agents. You you could do it for a couple different key phrases. And the way it would work is then when someone searches for that specific term or that phrase, then what happens is your ad may pop up there. And the way Google AdWords works, last time I checked, it's been a while since I've played with it, but you are, it runs off of a PPC, again, pay per click, meaning you don't get charged unless someone clicks on that ad. Okay, So again, think that through. You don't get charged unless someone clicks on that ad. So let's go back to, again, the billboard analogy. If you're driving down the interstate and you look at a billboard, they got to pay for that billboard whether you look at it or not. And so that form of online advertising is known as impressions, okay? So you may be paying for so much per 1,000 impressions. So for every 1,000 people who see your ad online, you have to pay for that, whether anyone clicks on it or not. But pay-per-click, which is what Google does, which is what Facebook does, that is a better fit for what it is that you do as a speaker, because again, you're only paying for it if someone clicks on that. And so the more competitive the key keywords are that you try to rank for. So like I would assume insurance agent speaker or sp- insurance speaker, something like that is a, a pretty broad term. And so I'm assuming that it's going to be pretty pricey, somewhat pricey to get someone to click on that. Whereas if you're looking up, let's say uh, Florida insurance agent speaker, Speaker something like that, something like more specific or narrow or niche. Then the cost to get someone to click on that may actually go down because it's a slightly less competitive keyword there. So again, we'll talk more about paid advertising at a later point. But if you're going to, if you're interested in this, uh, I would always always recommend Google AdWords over Facebook ads. The reason being is if someone's looking for a speaker, they're most likely going to be doing that on Google, not on Facebook. You may also check out YouTube. There's a lot of people that when they're looking for a speaker, they will do that on YouTube. They're looking for videos and examples of other speakers. So that may be something to check out as well. But again, we'll get into that more in depth in a later episode. So Dan, thank you for the question, my friend. All right, my friends, I think that wraps up today's episode. Again, if you have a question, be sure you stop by thespeakerlab.com. you can submit your question through a voicemail or leave us a text question there and we will try to incorporate that on an upcoming episode. And uh, man, we got a lot of great episodes. We've got a lot of interviews already recorded, a lot of great free trainings that we've got coming up. You definitely just want to stop by the Speaker Lab. We also have a free email course there. Helps you get started as a speaker. It's nine emails that walks you through in depth how to get going, how to get booked and paid to speak. So you're definitely going to want to check that out. Uh, we also do free workshops, free trainings uh, every few weeks. So don't miss out on those. Uh, We just got a lot of stuff. I just, again, I want to help you be successful as a speaker. So again, if you're brand new, if you're a veteran, wherever you're at in the spectrum, we want to help you get booked and paid to speak and build and grow your speaking business. So uh, again, if you got questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Let me know. You can find me on social media, uh, Grant Baldwin on Twitter and Facebook and all those crazy places. So we'll catch you next time, my friend. You're awesome.